Welcome back for another perfect installment of Hopelessly Unchecked. And I do mean perfect because you're going to get a little bit of everything in this show. Um, Start off with some news. Taika Waititi announced he will not have anything to do with Thor 5. He's not directing it, not producing, nothing. He's not going to have anything to do with it. We'll see how it goes. Um, Where's the picture? Here it is. Okay. Um... So a while back, Marvel <clears throat> had officially announced <clears throat> the you know that they were going to start casting Fantastic Four. Uh, it seems like Pedro Pascal is going to be Reed Richards. Uh, reports are that they're eyeing. Javier Bardem for Galactus. Uh, And of course, the internet is all like, but John Krasinski. And I'm like, yeah, I like John Krasinski, but I wouldn't be upset about Pedro Pascal being Reed Richards. Um, That is America's daddy and also Argentina's daddy. Um, the, I know, I know we don't talk college football, but, uh, which obviously it's been a few weeks, uh, life's hectic, leave us alone, go fuck yourself, deal with it, but, Since the last time we talked, Mizzou lost to Georgia by nine points. I told everyone it was going to be close. It was close through three and a half quarters last year. Georgia only pulled away right at the end of the game. And really, uh, aside from one bad turnover by Brady Cook, Throwing an interception to a defensive lineman, like directly to him. That's that's pretty bad, dude. <clears throat> uh, but that game is very close, which people will be like, oh, no moral victories, blah, blah, blah. No, I, I get that, but it does tell you, A, Mizzou is still pretty good, and B, Georgia's not winning a natty this year promise you that either if <clears throat> if Georgia does win a natty this year that means Mizzou is like really fucking good 
But uh, then they follow it up with a steamrolling of Tennessee. Eli Drinkwitz said, We stand on business, Josh. We're having shirts made. We're going to put a picture of Eli Drinkwitz's face on the shirt. And it's going to say, we stand on business. Um, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know about, you know, I guess I would assume that he legally would own the rights to his own face. I'm not sure how all that works, but, uh, you know, the, we stand on business is kind of, you know, it's open, it's out there, so. <clears throat> just because the shirt is going to be black and gold does not mean that, you know, we're profiting off of the school. You know what I mean? Um, Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh. You know what? Jim Harbaugh has taken the three-game suspension and the remainder of the season, whatever. I I don't have time to get into that right now. If you know about it, great. If you don't, I think I'm going to do a whole <clears throat> solo rant aside from this episode in the next day or two. Because I'm super pissed about it. And it's ridiculous. So I don't want to carry on about it. And yeah, we're just, we're going to have to take that one from the side. Um, <clears throat> one of the sideline reporters, Clarissa Thompson, admits to completely making up NFL sideline reports. Okay. So fire her. That's fine. If she's not actually talking talking to players or coaches, that's fine. I think, you know, I saw a tweet from Tracy Wolfson was very upset about it. And I think Tracy Wolfson does a fantastic job. I think other sideline reporters do a fantastic job. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even know who Carissa Thompson is. I see a picture of her with a Fox Sports mic in her hand. I never really paid any attention to her. So if she's saying that, fire her. She's not a reporter. It's that simple. Um. The NBA is back into full swing now. And why, you may ask? Is it because three of the ten best players in the league right now are over the age of 35 and one of them nearing the age of 40? No, although that is astronomical. We've literally never seen it before. 
and people are taking it a little for granted. Uh, LeBron, at the age of almost, I believe he turns 39 in uh, like 30-some days, something like that. And seems to be averaging like 26, 27 points a game. Literally never been done before. It's insane. Uh, But anyways, no, the NBA is back in full swing because you know when Steph Curry does not play, Draymond Green does not want to play either. Steph Curry out with an injury. What does Draymond do? He says, you know what? Fuck this. Let me get out of here. Uh, Clay Thompson, and what's it? Is it Jaden McDaniels? Jalen McDaniels? I don't know. Who gives a shit? He's not important. Get into a little uh, scuffle, a little kerfuffle, if you will. Pulling on each other's jerseys. There's a little bit of shoving, whatever. <clears throat> and then Rudy Gobert steps in between them. Pushes McDaniels away. Kind of has a hold of clay. And it does not look like Rudy Gobert is being an aggressor in any way. You can say that, you know, Steve Kerr is like, oh, if you rewatch the, the videos, Rudy, Rudy had a hold of clay's throat and blah, blah, blah. I, I don't think so. I think he was just trying to separate people. Like, you know, I get it. You know, there's testosterone pumping. It's basketball, though. Like, it's not football. Like, you guys can't fight. Like, chill out. It's just... I don't know. But Rudy Gobert looks like he's just trying to separate people. Okay, Draymond takes it upon himself. He's like, you know what? Me and this motherfucker have not been vibing for like the past five years. I'm going to take this chance to go choke the hell out of this motherfucker. And that's what he does. He fucking flies in, grabs him up by his fucking head, and is just choking the motherfucker. And Rudy just throws his hands up like... Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, literally, what the fuck? And, like, I like Draymond. He's just dumb. He's just dumb. I get that you're trying to be the tough guy. You're the last tough guy in the league. Okay, great, whatever. You stupid. Just stupid. So. Clay Thompson, Rudy Gobert, and yes, it is Jaden McDaniels. I'm still, I don't care. All three find $25,000 each. Um, I don't remember seeing if any of them are getting suspensions. Uh, I wouldn't think so. Draymond, of course, because of his past and just... A few months ago, stomping on someone's fucking chest, uh, got a five-game suspension, which some people is like seems right. Some people are like, mm, probably could have done a few more. Nobody is like, 
uh, you know, that's too many. I don't think anyone has said that's too many games. And also, like I said, Clay, Gobert, McDaniels, all $25,000 each. Draymond will lose $769,970 with the five-game suspension. How do you feel now, Draymond? And the last thing I want to touch on here real quick before we get into the picks, because we got a lot of fucking picks to do, uh, is the whole Josh Allen and, uh, you know, especially Lamar Jackson has been what's brought up. Just the apologists and... People being argumentative over things that they're just not even stopping and thinking about, really. So, Josh Allen officially leads the league in interceptions. Again. And leads the league in turnovers. Again. With 11 interceptions and... Three lost fumbles. Uh, He's lucky. He's fumbled the ball four times. He's lucky. He kind of got his ass covered one time. Uh, And people that refuse to believe that Josh Allen is a turnover machine. I've been watching people. Somebody said, uh, well, he's only had like three bad decisions that ended up being interceptions since week one. And I'm like, No, no, because I watch a lot of football, a lot of football, and I got to tell you, buddy, he's lucky it's only 11 interceptions, because when you don't throw checkdowns and tight windows end up being interceptions, that's a bad decision. When you do throw a check down, but you throw it at 100 mile an hour to a guy that's three yards away from you, and it goes through his hands, that's a bad decision. So I understand that you're trying to defend your quarterback, your team, you're a fan of them, whatever. If you're only, what do I say, kids? What do I say? If you're only watching your team, You become delusional. I'm not saying that there aren't the occasional, I don't know how much better of a pass that you wanted. And the ball goes through the receiver's hands and ends up being an interception. I've seen it from Dak. Seen it from Burrow, seen a couple from Lamar, uh, seen a couple from Mahomes. I have seen a couple of those from Josh Allen, but not as many from Josh Allen. They do happen. And while I do believe 
there should be a separate stat for receiver-caused interceptions, tip-ups and shit like that that were perfect passes, fine. But you don't get to count the check-down one as the receiver's fault. He was, like, no more than four yards away, and the motherfucker lasered it to him. You didn't need to throw it that hard. Just to give him a little touch pass. Like you're playing Madden, dude. Just tap the button. Don't hold it down. What are we doing? Use your brain, dude. There was no defender anywhere fucking near him. All it took was a little fucking... Right there. Nice little floater. Right to him. Lead him off. Do something so he can fucking turn his head real quick before he gets blown the fuck up. That's a bad decision. You can defend Josh Allen all you want. He has been a turnover machine since he came into the league. There were only two seasons that the turnovers were somewhat down, but still existing. That was under Brian Dable as the OC. Dable leaves. The last couple years... How many turnovers did he have last year? Well, Dak led the league in interceptions. No, 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 no. I didn't say interceptions. How many turnovers did he have? How many times did he fumble the ball last year? I'm going to give you a hint. It was over 30. And now through week 10... We've got 14 turnovers. He's on pace to throw a career high of 19 interceptions. You throw that in with four or five more fumbles. Sure, you're down from 30. Shit's still not good. But people are wondering, well, why is Shannon Sharp out here saying, is Lamar Jackson the guy because of a pick six, because of his turnovers? Why are we worried about Lamar's turnovers and not Josh Allen's? Well, first of all, if you're taking what Shannon Sharp says at face value, that says a lot about you. I love Shannon Sharp. Uh, There's a reason him and Skip worked for so long. Um, They both make outrageous claims, outlandish takes. Uh, It just so happened that Skip was wrong almost 100% of the time, and Shannon was only wrong about 99.2% of the time. So, uh, do I think it's ridiculous to say things like, is Lamar Jackson the guy? Yes, that's ridiculous. When he's the starter, you win 75, 80% of your games. It's a ridiculous statement. Um, but the reason Lamar's turnovers get talked about by some people in the media and not everybody, is because Lamar is not turnover prone. He takes care of the ball. 
we expect him to do better. Josh Allen is a walking turnover machine. We expect him to throw interceptions. We expect him to fumble the ball. We don't talk about them as much. Because I expect him not to take care of the ball. Because that's what history has shown. History has shown me that Lamar is smarter with the football. So when we start making a couple of uh, errors. Some mistakes. Especially on some layups. That didn't used to be there. It becomes a question. It's not a question with Josh Allen. Because that's what he does. It's who he is. And you can either accept that answer or not accept it. I don't care. That's just what it is. So. That's it for the news portion. We got picks to make. Let's see. Um, I forget what was the last week that we did. The Jets and the Chargers to the last game. The Jets and the Chargers were the last game. I want to say that would have been week nine? Question mark. Yes. <clears throat> so we had not gone through that week, but we had picked that week. Correct. Okay. So, uh, let me start with. Okay, you want to start at the beginning of that, and I'll go through mine real quick. You've got a list off the You gotta say who played And I'll tell you who you picked You just tell me who I picked Steelers One and oh Chiefs Two and oh Vikings Three and oh Ravens Four and oh Browns Five and oh Packers. Six and O. Texans. Seven and O. Patriots. Seven and one. Saints. Eight and one. Colts. Nine and one. Raiders. Ten and one. Cowboys. Ten and two. Bengals. Eleven and two. Jets. Eleven and three. God damn it, Zach Wilson, you're fucking dog shit. So I was eleven and three on that week. Uh, let's go back through on uh, yours here. 
Titans. Oh and one. Chiefs. One and one. Vikings. Two and one. What did I just say? Vikings. Ravens. Three and one. Browns. Four and one. Rams. Four and two. Bucks. Four and three. Commanders. Five and three. Saints. Six and three. Colts. Seven and three. Giants. Seven and four. Eagles. Eight and four. Bills. Eight and five. Chargers. Nine and five. What were you? Eleven and three. What was I? Nine and five. Um, tell you what, we're, I mean, we got five minutes, but that's not enough time for that. So we're pushing it on time. So we're going to go ahead and cut this one. And then when we bring it back, we'll go through. So I made my week 10 picks. You did not. So I'll go through and tell you, well, I'll just, you know, I'll take the number down and you can put it down and then I'll have you guess who won and we'll count that as your total and then we'll make week 11 picks. Sound fair, kids? Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. And we're back. So, we're going to start out. You're going to guess who won. And we'll keep track of it. We don't write it down? Or are we just keeping track of the number? We'll just keep track of the number. Okay. So, and I'll, I'll keep track of the total number. Okay, Thursday night, Panthers, Bears. Who won? Bears. 1-0. Sunday morning, Colts, Patriots. Who won? Colts. 2-0. Hot start. Noon games. Browns, Ravens. Who won? Ravens. Mm-mm. Two and one. Texans, Bengals, who won? Bengals. Two and two. Oof. 49ers, Jags. Jags. Two and three. Oh, my God. You're falling apart. Saints, Vikings. Vikings. Three and three. Got to save it there. Packers, Steelers. Packers. Steelers. So that's three and four. Titans, Bucks. Bucks. Ugh, four and four. Falcons, Cardinals. Falcons. Oh. 
four and five. Now hold on, hold on. I gotta make sure my math is right. Bears one and zero, Colts two and zero, Ravens two and one, Bengals two and two, Jags two and three, Vikings three and three, Packers three and four, Bucks four and four, Falcons four and five. Okay. Uh, on to the afternoon games: Lions, Chargers. Lions, Chargers. Chargers. Four and six. Giants, Cowboys. Giants. Four and seven. You gotta stop picking the Giants, dude. They're the worst team in the league. I don't care if they have another win than fucking Carolina. No. Commander, Seahawks. Seahawks. What is it? what was that? What was it before? Four and seven, mm-hmm. five and seven now. Jets Raiders. Raiders. Six and seven. Broncos Bills. Bills. Six and eight. So there's your total. All right, my total. I picked the Bears, 1-0. Colts, 2-0. I picked the Ravens, 2-1. I figured two best defenses playing each other. And the Ravens can actually score and the Browns can't, but I forgot the Browns defense can score. (laughs) So, 2-1 there. I picked the Texans for the upset because I figured the Bengals were looking ahead to the Ravens on Thursday night, which is tonight, but so I got three and one there. Took 49ers, four and one. Vikings, five and one. Steelers, six and one. I took the Titans, six and two. Cardinals with Kyler Murray back, seven and two. Lions, eight and two. Cowboys, nine and two. Seahawks, ten and two. The Jets, 10 and 3, and the Bills, 10 and 4. So, 10 and 4 on the week. I picked one upset. I thought that was ballsy. I guess the Titans would have been an upset too, but I picked one major upset. And I really thought about. Well, I picked the Jets would have been an upset too, but I thought about the Broncos, but I just, I forgot Josh Allen likes to turn the ball over. So now on to this week's games. So Bengals Ravens just played. We both took the Bengals, or sorry, not the Bengals. We both took the Ravens, so we're already one and zero. That's good. All right, so the noon games: Cowboys, Panthers. Who you got? You taking the Panthers? Give me the Cowboys.
Steelers-Browns. Browns. I think I'm also going to take the Browns. Lions-Bears. I am also going to take the Lions. Chargers, Packers. Chargers. Yeah, I think I got to take the Chargers too. Texans, Cardinals. Texans. Yeah, I think I'm going to take the Texans. Titans, Jags. Titans. Give me the Jags. And Raiders, Dolphins. Dolphins. Yeah, give me the Dolphins. Giants, Commanders. Yeah, give me the commanders. Then on to the afternoon games. Bucks 49ers. Bucks. Give me the 49ers. Uh Jets Bills. Jets. Yeah, give me the Jets. And Seahawks, Rams. Seahawks. Yeah, give me the Seahawks. <clears throat> and Sunday night, Vikings, Broncos. Vikings. Yeah, give me... Actually, you know what? Ooh. Um, fuck. I can't believe I'm going to do this. Give me the Broncos. And Monday night, Eagles Chiefs. Chiefs. Yep, I think you already know who I'm taking. Okay. I thought we didn't root against Kylie Kelsey's husband. We don't. Except for when it's Taylor Swift's boyfriend. And so real quick on that, obviously uh, he went down to Argentina for her show. Mm-hmm. And what 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 is what what did she change? So the original lyric is Carmen is the guy on the screen coming straight home to me. Because her ex is on a Hulu show. Right. She changed it to Carmen is the guy on the Chiefs. Okay. And then after the show, obviously, she runs up and decides to fully go public. And I mean, it looks like she is just deep tongue in his throat. Don't- Say it like that. 
That's what it, no, it didn't. I said did. No, it didn't. It looked like she was like, give me that cack. But I still don't understand how people cannot like him because you could tell. Like, he's just standing there waiting for her to come up. And, you know, he's smiling. He's got his hands behind his back. Like, he literally just let her decide how public it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And I... <sighs> Like, if you don't like the Chiefs because your team just gets beat by the Chiefs repeatedly and you don't, you, you like to hate greatness, that's fine. Just say that. Stop trying to tell me that Travis Kelsey is using her and that he's somehow secretly a bad guy because he's just not. Okay. He's just not a bad guy. I think they're really happy. And I, I just I don't understand why people are trying to tear it down. But that's a nice little wrap up for us. Mm-hmm. You're fighting to stay awake. Mm-hmm. So we're going to call it quits here. Why me? Well, we just don't have a lot more to talk about. I can I can go on a, on a 20 minute rant about LeBron real quick if you want. No. I, I mean, can, you can if you want. I can go on a 20-minute rant about Jim Harbaugh. You can, but I'll fall asleep. Well, I tell you what. Not because I don't care, but because I'm tired. Well, since you're tired, why don't I let you sign off, and I'll try to do Harbaugh in 15 minutes or so. Okay. So you can go to bed. Okay. Sound fair? Fair enough. Okay. You want to tell the people good night? Good night, bitches. Well, all right. That was uncalled for. You going to sit there? Don't tell me what was called for and what wasn't. Okay. Hey. Love you. Love you, too. So there you have it. Okay, so I know I said I was going to try to keep it separate, but i got time here. I'm going to try to fit it in. <sighs> Anger is what I feel. Um, so, if you don't know by now, about the whole, which we've talked about, the sign stealing and whatnot, um, how everybody does it. I believe Colin Cowherd's uh, analogy was everybody speeds. Here in a 65, everybody's doing 75 or 80. Jim Harbaugh just happened to be in a Maserati doing about 90. It's a bit aggressive. But everybody's doing it. I still don't have all the facts. And...
What's most ridiculous is how rushed this whole thing is. How the rest of the Big Ten is seeking action immediately. Because they can't beat Michigan. You're repeatedly getting your fucking teeth kicked in. So of course you want to tear them down. The NCAA is a joke. The Big Ten is serving suspensions. This is the second suspension that Jim Harbaugh has had. The second ridiculous suspension that Sam, that uh, Jim Harbaugh has had this year. And part of the reason that it's ridiculous is that he's not suspended from coaching, from the team. He's only suspended from coaching games. It can't be at the games. He can still run practice. Don't even know if it's legal or illegal to shoot him a text during the game and say, hey, this is what's going on. Of course he's watching. But... You know, this is what's going on. What what should we do here? Don't even know. Is that happening? I don't know. Is it possible? Absolutely. <clears throat> the Big Ten has a favorite son. It is clearly not Michigan. Even with all the winning, the favorite son is still clearly far and away Ohio State. And if this was Ryan Day in trouble, well, everyone would be saying, well, let's wait till the end of the season. Let's wait till we get all the facts. Now, if there's wrongdoing, I have no problem. with you taking action against Michigan, against Jim Harbaugh. But, like I said, what's ridiculous is how rushed it is. How bewildering just being suspended from coaching the games is. I just, and I'm not a huge Michigan fan. I do like Michigan. I do like Jim Harbaugh. I do not like Ohio State. I'm more of a Mizzou fan. I don't really follow college ball all that much. But I get so tired of this shit. Of people just looking for reasons to tear Michigan down because they can't beat them. Do you really think Michigan is blowing these teams out just because of sign stealing? 
has nothing to do with the offense just being a powerhouse. The defense being really good. The early expectations are that they're going to send 19 or 20 guys to the league this year. They expect to have 19 to 20 draft picks. You don't think that has anything to do with it? They're beating up on these shit teams. They throw the ball all over Purdue because of sign stealing. They realize quickly what Penn State is doing and they say, you know what? We're going to run the ball 32 times in a row because of sign stealing? Nothing to do with the fact that, all right, well, you're kind of locking this down. Watch what Blake Corm can do behind this old line. That's because of sign stealing? Sure. You positive? If you're that fucking worried about it, just put your pieces in the helmets already. Miss me with cost. Miss me with helmet availability. Out of all the money, I don't care about the poor programs. Out of all the money that goes towards football in these colleges, you can't afford two earpieces. One in the quarterback's helmet, one in your defensive captain's helmet. Usually going to be the middle linebacker making the play calls. That's how it is in the NFL. Or not making the play calls, but giving the play calls. You can't afford two ear pieces. Miss me with it. I've talked about it before. These college coaches sit here and talk shit to each other about, oh my God, Michigan's cheating, sign stealing, it's terrible. We have to do something about this. It has to be stopped. And then their ADs will say, well, we can vote to get earpieces and helmets. And they say, no, 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 no. Don't do that. Because we sign steal. It's no different from having a runner on second base. Keeping an eye on the catcher's fingers. Which now, you know, 
baseball's a little different. It's harder to do that. You know, they've got just talking directly to the pitchers. I believe they actually have earpieces now. So you don't have to do all these things. But in baseball, they continuously change signs from game to game, from in-game, because they know that people are looking for them. Everybody does it. If it's that much of a problem, rectify it with earpieces. It's not hard. It's not. They use all these excuses just so they can continue to sign steal. And then, when someone gets blatantly caught, they point fingers. And it's long been understood in the SEC that basically, whenever you find something out about another program, it basically goes into a folder. You don't report it because you know other teams have folders on you. And it's all understood by these teams that, hey, if you try to call us out for this, this is what we have on you. That's just in the SEC, at least. You think the other conferences aren't like that? Because I'm here to tell you they are. New reports have been saying that maybe this didn't come from another program. Maybe this came from a disgruntled member on Michigan staff outside of football. Because you have to remember these big D1 schools have huge athletic programs. It's not just football. Cuts are made constantly. The cuts are not made from basketball. They are absolutely not made from football. Then you can piss some people off in-house. That's a possibility. I think it's more likely that a Penn State, a Michigan State, a Ohio State is giving out these reports because they know they can't beat Jim Harbaugh. And they think if we can just get him out of there, we're set to go. And I think... Jim Harbaugh is about done with the NCAA. 
especially if it came from in-house. I was texting my dad the other day. And I would, and I said, if I were a betting man, I'd say Harbaugh jumps at the first NFL offer he gets. My dad said, I don't think so. This is his opportunity to further define the program as his. Michigan versus everybody, but we'll see. I said, yeah, but when, not if, but when Brandon Staley gets fired and you get an offer to coach Justin Herbert with Kellen Moore in-house, do you turn it down for a program that didn't even want to commit long-term to you three years ago because you couldn't beat Ohio State? Especially with new reports saying that the accusations came from in-house. My dad said he isn't giving up control. And some other things, and he says, I just don't see the upside for him to leave. I said, pride and a chance to show the world that you're better than your brother. <clears throat> Would Belichick trade six rings for a little more money and control? Not a chance. He says, I suppose, but then why hasn't he jumped back yet? Said, well, you're not going to leave for a dumpster fire. The goal is to come into a team that has a few pieces and the head coach is just awful. Think about the vast majority of the franchises that have hired new head coaches over the last few years and tell me if you'd leave Michigan for that team. Atlanta, Chicago, New York Jets, New York Giants, Denver, Carolina, Indianapolis, Washington, even Vegas. Before Tay Adams, no. But now maybe with a middle first round pick, he could get J.J. McCarthy. That would be a good team. You can't say with a straight face you would leave Michigan for any of those teams over the last five years. Maybe Dallas after they fired Jason Garrett, but Mike McCarthy has a ring, so it's tough to get that job over him. But if you were to make more money in the NFL, it would probably be with Dallas. That's why he hasn't gone back yet, and there hasn't been a good offer. There's going to be. When the Chargers fire Brandon Staley, Jim Harbaugh will get that offer. And he might seriously consider it. And that's something you have to think about. I'm not saying he'll definitely take it. But it is an absolute possibility. Now, the Chargers are notorious for not wanting to pay head coaches. But if you want things to change... Offer Jim Harbaugh 10 to 12 million a year over a five year contract. See what his answer is. Food for thought. That's going to do it for us on this episode. Thanks for coming back in for another Hopelessly Unchecked. Sorry it took so long to get one out. Life is tough.
You kids take it easy. We'll catch you next time. Thank you.